Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nintendo Power Black here on Boss Rush Games. We are back in the building. I'm your host, the enlightened and excited Eddie V. Joining me is the devastating dungeoneer himself, Mr. David Laxby. Happy Monday, everybody. The gallivating Galatrad himself, Mr. Jacob Taylor. What's going on? I'm back. I'm not behind the scenes anymore. Yes, and of course, this is my favorite gunner hunter in the world from PS Crossroads. The one, the only, the magical, the talented, our leader and master hunter, <laughs> Mr. Laurent Dawkins. What's popping, y'all? <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good for a Monday. Pretty good. All right. Yeah. Well, before we get into more of the show, we're going to get to some quick housekeeping. This is episode 237 of Nintendo Power Block Podcast. Each and every week, we come together to talk about games and everything we love about them with our friends. You can join us live on Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash Live and be a part of the conversation. But if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash games and boshrushgames.com to watch the show or listen on your podcast service of choice. We to subscribe, follow, rate, and review wherever you consume us. It helps us out with discoverability and check out our family shows wherever you listen to our, our podcast. And also, everybody, come check us out on Discord at Bosch Fresh Games. Come follow us, chat it up with us. We talk about snacks, games, PlayStation, Xbox, Destiny, Nintendo, and everything that's all nerd. And uh, our other podcast families, too, from our first and second class. You know, so come and interact with us uh, there on Discord. You guys, I had a week. <laughs> I had a weekend. So, Leron, after I left the show on uh, Saturday for Boss Rush, got to work. That second dose kicked in, and I was ready to take it. I was ready to take a nap. Like I was ready to get a bottle of chocolate milk and a blankie and fall asleep somewhere. Wait, I just was, a just a nap? That's that's like a, the worst you've gotten off the second dose of the COVID vaccine. Yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't feeling I was feeling a little bit of a headache and not too much hungry because I was eating and stuff. But man, I I've wanted a good old nap because when I got home off of, uh when I got home after work. I got in and I fell into darkness. Like I was still in my work clothes, light was on, like <laughs> it was a cutscene or something that you like <laughs> couldn't skip. Fell asleep and when I woke up, it was like 7:30 a.m. in the morning and I felt fine. I didn't feel no problems, no headache, no hunger, wasn't tired, like had full blast energy. I was just like, I and it was something I didn't expect because it didn't, like I said, it didn't kick in. Until I, I literally left Boss Rush and got to work. I was even feeling that way when I was doing the podcast. You know so what? I, it all it all makes sense now because um, it, it seemed like you were off your game on Boss Rush uh, a Saturday. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Given that you and I both were on the same podcast <laughs> again. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, definitely, because me and uh, me and Jesse was really going to be saving, and we're going to get into the show. I'm going to ask you to Jacob and uh, David how your weekend was. Uh, me and Jesse was talking a lot about the Bedessa stuff on uh, Sunday and everything, mm-hmm. and we kind of talked a little bit about Nintendo and Sony. Um, and we kind of was we, we were just like kind of reiterating what we were talking about Saturday, but we was focusing more of that. I think Nintendo themselves are going to be fine. If they get anything from Bethesda, that's fine. If they get uh, Sony get anything with from Bethesda, that's fine. 
I, I still think that Nintendo and Sony, their first party alone is strong enough to carry them. And Microsoft needs kind of Bethesda or Zenimax in general to help with their first party, you know, because I, I, we we kind of had a quick like like talk about it. And we were just like, I don't think anything Zenimax wise is touching like Animal Crossing 16 plus million sales on one console. You know, they're not touching anything that like The Last of Us Part 2 is doing or even Uncharted. So it's just like Microsoft needs them to uh and this not so much a numbers game it's just that you want to have a strong first party lineup and i think with all of their developers and with zenimax they're going to have that they're going to have that strong party development uh first party games last night on standard def uh josh josh finney uh corey and and i we 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 talked about it as well and we said and we said nintendo marches to the to a beat to the beat of their own drum so Mm -hmm. nintendo's nintendo is not even not even pressed about this stuff uh, the 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 actual the actual competitor that needs to sit back, take notes, and, and actually make an action plan is Sony. And what Sony actually needs to make their make their actions about is 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 in two places: their online presence, and they need a, they need a bona fide competitor, or at least a con- competitor contender, or even mm-hmm. a or even a running mate for Game Pass. They need that. Yeah. Because eventually, the strength of Sony's first party, uh, first party properties, is not going to be enough to carry them. Eventually. Well, with the Sony fan base, I think they can. It, it would be surprising. Uh, but David, how was your weekend? It was good. I I started watching WandaVision this weekend, so um, that's been a treat. I've been enjoying that, and uh, I'll talk about it more in playing with power. But uh, I'm I'm two missions away from beating Alien Isolation, so I I, I spent a lot oh, of time boy. on the Sebastopol. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, great minds must think alike because uh, I watched the first two Alien movies uh, Saturday. Oh, you did. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Which we still got a, a record recap for. <laughs> well, I've, I've been, my, I've been, I've been working through the Alien films with my my son, who's almost fifteen, and and he's seen them for the first time. And so, we, I, I started with Aliens, the, you know, the second film, mm. and then we played some Colonial Marines, and then this last weekend we watched the first film, uh, which oh, was, you, you know, two the one. I did because, you know, I wasn't sure if if the like slow building suspense would grab him right away for the first yes, one. So I thought, yeah. what would a 15 year old kid like better than colonial, you know, space Marines. Right. So we started there. But, uh, you know, he, he enjoyed the first film a lot. So then I introduced him to Alien Isolation. Uh, and man, he he's already like on the last mission in like one weekend. He <laughs> he's been like living on the space station. So you want to you wanna hear something crazy? Uh, What's that? The way you introduced your son to Alien is mm-hmm. kind of the way I got into Alien. Like my dad, my dad accidentally dragged me to Aliens. In oh man! <laughs> I'm gonna say accidentally because I was 11 years old. I was 11 years oh, old. Man. Uh, it was it's a rated R movie, but my dad kind of screened it, and he was like, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, this is something. This is something I think you know, Laron would be okay with seeing. That, at least that's how the argument went down with, with him and my mom afterwards, because because there's a there's a long story, but with this, but anyway, I, uh, my dad my dad accidentally said you see aliens, and then I eventually saw the first Alien. So I saw two before mm-hmm. I saw one. Um, now, where the big story comes in is that uh, is that the Alien franchises, the Alien franchise, starting with Aliens, gave me night terrors as a kid. Mm. <laughs> and that's where mom and dad got into the argument. Mom's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, taking him <laughs> to that type of movie at 11 years old. 
Yeah. So the first, the, so the first night, the first night immediately after we got home from the movie theater, there was no sleep happening in that house. Not. Nope. <laughs> You're waiting for the face huggers to crawl over your bed. There. Man, there was all sorts. There was a. I, I had the most vivid imagination. I still have a vivid imagination, but I had the most vivid imagination back as a kid. Oh my god! Like you know, like I, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking they're the freaking the freaking um, the the overmorphs in uh, with the yeah. eggs in my room and stuff. You know, it's like it is like something just sitting on the on a chair. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was, I shoot like. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in the shower thinking the xenomorph's gonna snatch me from the ceiling. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, well, Jacob, how was your weekend? Man, my weekend was actually, my weekend was really good. My my girlfriend's in town visiting from Tennessee, and um, we we did a lot of like retro shopping. We went to a lot of old school game stores. I bought some artwork Ooh. for my. I've got this really great. I'll have to post a picture of it on the Pal Block Twitter, but it's this great uh piece of samus and it's like i it, i forget what the word for it is but like it's in it's in sections in a in a in a spiral and it's like it switches between zero suit and various suit samus uh but it's really really beautiful and then i, I um we also picked up uh like we went on a we went on a retro gaming buying spree basically we got uh we got a pearl blue sp and pokemon rescue red team uh we got mario paint plus the mouse <gasps> oh yes. yeah yeah so we've been we have i have my old um like i have my old crt tv set up in my room uh -huh. and so we've been we've been messing around with that we picked up we found beautiful joe on the gamecube <gasps> for like 30 yes! months yeah <laughs> yeah uh so yeah, it was it's just a lot of fun. We went and visited my we went, visited my best friend uh, Claymore Proto Claymore on Twitch. Um, me and him have been, been friends for a really long time, and so that was that was cool. And did community game night like always every Saturday, and yeah, it's just been it's been a good weekend. It's overall not too bad. I'm I'm I'm. This was like the first Monday in a long time that I was like excited for the week to come on a Monday, and not like I I wasn't like dreading the fact that monday was back <laughs> well i want to get a quick shout out to uh uh jackie loops geek world 27 uh lumi vengeance thank you guys for joining us and of course boss man himself that i salute mr Corey derrick as always thank you guys for joining hopefully you guys have a fun episode with us because when we get to the end i want everybody to get their pens and paper because we are having a Good old quiz, and we're gonna see how our our <laughs> our, our our people do today. We, we're just gonna see. That. Terrible. But as always, look, 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 at how, look at how you rein that in because I feel like he was getting ready to take a jab at me, the Sony guy on the show I tonight. Know, I, I, know, no, I was like, I, we're gonna see how the Sony fanboy holds. I, I, felt, I, I felt I felt the hairs in the back of my neck raise up for a moment. No, because I'm going to, because I want to give you guys a proper introduction when we get to the quiz show uh, and hype you guys up. But uh, we're going to get into our favorite segment that a lot of people, lot of people love to uh, hear about and actually talk about, and that's Nintendo. Yeah. David, what have you been stacking on? Well, I, I got back into one of my favorites, which is these um, like kind peanut butter chocolate ice cream bars, um, which are are awesome because anything that mixes chocolate and peanut butter and then throw a little ice cream in there too. And whew, I'm set, especially when I got a good cup of coffee with it. So, uh, I've been dipping back into that this week and, uh, 
I think that's about it for for exciting snacks. I, I focused more on games than snacks this week. Nothing right. wrong with that. <clears throat> Jacob, what have you been snacking on? Oh man! So Ed, Saturday we were trying to figure out we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go for lunch before heading to my friends for for like a snack type of dinner. The snacks yeah. dinner was very it was carrots and celery. It was delicious. The good 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 vegetables and such. Um, but so we decided on Ichiban, which is a it's a uh, I guess it's a, it's it's a chain it's a chain sushi place. But mm-hmm. oh my god, dude! We had we had the, the most delicious mango sake, ma- cold mango sake that I've ever <sighs> had tasted before. We <sighs> had we had the cleanest and like most fresh samurai roll. The fish was it was just so clean, like it did not taste fishy at all. It tasted just like good sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we also had a couple different fried rolls, but we ate we absolutely ate our fill of sushi. Uh, over the weekend, and then just tonight, I stopped at this. There's a place in town called Spud Ranch, and they make they make um, baked potatoes, but with a twist, right? So I got, uh. I got the macaroni and Spud. So it was a baked potato filled with macaroni and cheese and bacon bits and and uh, um, ch- like chives and stuff. And then she got a Frito pie Spud. So it was, it was a Frito pie. If y'all ever had that, it's chili and Fritos and, and cheese. And then obviously all just baked into a baked potato. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good, man. So good. Uh, I, I miss having a baked potato. I haven't had it in years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> because if you have, like, I don't know, I don't know how or when, but if you're ever in my area, man, we'll have to hit up Spud Ranch because that place I, is, it's super cheap too. They're massive baked potatoes and it's like eight bucks. I have family in Dallas. All I right, visit them, so yeah, Leron, what have you been snacking on besides the uh, pizza? <laughs> oh yeah, like that's my that's my dinner right now. Uh, my my roommate's mom made 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 four different four different homemade pizzas the uh, the other night Ooh. because uh because it's my roommate's uh, birthday and uh and so yeah so like I've been I've been snacking on leftovers. There was a um, there was a white pizza that uh that basically had um. It had, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the base was as far as like the tomato, uh, like the uh, the sauce on the oh. on the actual pasta. But uh, but it was like it was like a basil. It was like a basil uh, Roma uh, pizza, mm. and that's just a good. I like I like a good like veggie or like non traditional pizza. Then we had the buffalo. We had the buffalo chicken and bacon and uh, and caramelized onion ones. And we had the um, we had basically the supreme, which is more which is more sausage and, and pepperoni than, <laughs> than actual vegetables. <laughs> and then and then of course the and then of course the classic cheese uh, one. But uh, but the crust on on the cheese one was was magnificent. And uh, and other than that, uh, just been uh, just been just just back on my gummy bears business. You gonna be mad because <laughs> I was able to find them. <laughs> to I'm not. I'm not mad. Oh, those are those, so actually. good. I'm, I'm taking a break from those. Actually, like I still have. I, I still have a bag. <laughs> I, I just um, the place that I I get the Smurf uh uh Haribo uh Haribo is they actually had this bag, but I was looking for because they the berry ones was all gone. All the berry gummies were gone of the license. The ber- they, the only flavor they have in like the big bags are just the, the five flavor ones. Yeah, but I couldn't find you no know, small berry ones. All of them were gone, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, dang it!" Um, I got some Tostitos, uh, spicy quesado chips, but I've been eating them with uh, Chi Chi's restaurant dip. Um, 
and it's good. It's better than Tostitos. And I'm like, oh, I I love <laughs> this. And uh, of course, I got me some ramen uh, with it. Um, and I tasted the uh, pine, uh, pina colada bank, um, and which was really good. That's I think I like that. That's my favorite. I, I can't, I can't say if that's my favorite flavor or the rainbow unicorn is my favorite flavor. You know, I did the unicorn one, uh, and I think that's what I was actually which one uh, that you was drinking that one time because I didn't know if we would had of that unicorn was that flavor, or mm-hmm. but I think you said it was a different one. No, Razzle Skedaddle tastes like Skittles. Okay. So then, yeah, I had the unicorn one, uh, but uh, that pina colada was really, really good. Uh, Jacob, you got something? For me, pina colada, anything is good. Yeah, I just, I, uh, sorry to butt in, Ed, but I wanted to, I wanted, I got reminded of this because of chat. Number one, Looming Vengeance in chat, in the Twitch chat live stream says, Blue Raz is king. So I don't know, I've never had Bang before, but apparently Blue Raz is king. Blue Raz is good. Blue Raz Bang is good, but uh, but. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and then Rebelity, Rebelity wanted to tell you that she got to try the orange cupcakes, and they they're so good. And she wanted to know if you've tried the lemon ones yet, the Hostess cupcakes. I I have to find them. Okay, so when I went to um when I went when I went there, I didn't. They, they don't have a set uh. They they have a set Debbie's like Debbie snack stuff like they got the king size Debbie's and the hosty cakes. Um, it would this place called Woodman's in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So it's a big like grocery tray, and they never have like the small ones there. Um, so I'll probably go back and see if I could find it because um they do have some that's on the shelf, but they have like the hosty apple pie or the hosties regular honey buns and stuff and they I cannot find that hostie's lemon one. I'm going to find it. I'm going to go somewhere and find it. And if I find it in uh South Bend, Indiana when I go visit my friends, um I'm going to make sure that I bring like a box back or worth the box because I cannot wait to try it. I'm so excited to try a lemon flavor cupcake of hosties. Um Cause and yes, still uh, frosty the uh, hosties frosted honey bun still king uh, king top tier stack and stuff. Um, some people might disagree. Okay. And I got to say, we I think ever since Corey had talked about uh, that donut, yeah, <laughs> we have been on a donut discussion because Corey was talking about it, and then Laron, you end up bringing the donut discussion, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> and, and we were just like, okay, we got two different donut discussions, and me and Laron, we talked about ours and and the stuff, and I think we was talking about the texture that's inside of it, and I think, and I was just like, it may be. Kind of almost like Corey, I think it's a rigid thing when it comes to like cream fill and um, certain pie fillings. And uh, because I love the app, I, I do love the apple fillings and like apple fritters and stuff. Uh, I was telling the Ron, like, I can never get to it because it's always gone. They don't yeah, make enough. Or you, it's have to, all- you have to, you have to have them when they're fresh. Like, yeah, I mean, well, most donut places, okay, anything that has like real fruit filling. Mm-hmm. They usually throw them. They usually throw them out the next day. So, like when you walk into a donut place first thing in the morning, they may have like a a, a five dollar dozen, and it's usually like the day old the day old stuff. And usually, like if they have any leftover fruit filled ones, those are usually the ones you're going to get. But normally, most most donut places they toss the fruit filled ones out because those are the, those are the fast. That's the fastest way to give someone food poisoning. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, um, but uh, but no, nah, my whole thing, my whole thing about I, I can't stand, I can't, I can't really stand jelly filled or any type of cream filled unless it's lemon cream filled because lemon cream it, has I- a, lemon cream has a different. They use different set of ingredients for lemon cream, but all the other ones like Boston cream, jelly donuts, and all that stuff like the the texture is just the texture of the cream filling itself is just ugh. I, th- I think because definitely with me eating a lot of pudding, I, I'm used to Boston cream. And I like that. I could do jelly fill. I don't like the powdered sugar ones. I like the when it's just the straight sugar on that donut and they got like the strawberry or grape jelly on it. That's me because I think it probably just like I said, growing up. And you know, donuts are donuts, everybody. If you I like, get you I a like, good I donut. like pudding, but but I don't know, like just putting inside a donut, just just, just taking it, it's taking it too far. <laughs> <sighs> David, you already David already knows. Oh, I forgot to tell you, David. I got the tropical flavor dots. Oh, so, you did? Uh, yes, I haven't tried them. They just showed up in that grocery store, so I picked these guys it up. Appear, these guys the the tropical flavored is not so great, in my opinion. I've I've never tried it, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, I tropical that. flavored anything in general is not very good it, it, when it comes to candy. I think. And by the way, did we all come to accept that they're called maple bars? They're called and long chocolate John's. bars, because just got up with that out there. We're gonna have to take. We're gonna have to take a, a record of everything that was said and, and tally it up and see what the <laughs> official pow block accepted answer is. Well, I think I think us and Crossroads are supposed to have a snack off. One day. Wait, wait, wait. Who who talked about that? <laughs> that, that, had to, that had to be Austin. That had to be Austin. <laughs> no, I, I think it was me because I was just listening to because uh, I know how you guys do PlayStation. I love when you guys bring a topic, a particular snack, and everything. And I'm just over here like I don't have that. I'm like, Ugh, I can't believe they do that. And I'm just like, you know what? We need to have a snack off because definitely with us in the crossroads, we love to talk about our snacks and everything. Ours is just like what we've been eating for the weekend. You guys are just like, well, today we're going to talk about salads. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> or something <Yep>. like that. <laughs> so, uh, and I think, I, I think like Boss Rush should make a top tier snack thing. Because definitely when it comes to E3, I, I, I hope that we have a snack list for the community and for us when we watch E3 this year. Because I'm like, it's all digital, so we need to have a good snack list for it. I'm just, yeah. just going to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be in a dead. Though. It's gonna be a dead of summer when I'm trying. I'm trying to freaking shred anyway. I, I'm just gonna watch the show. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody, that was our snack tender. We're gonna get into our game fact events, and Jacob is going to take it this week. Jacob, take it ahead. Yeah. So, uh, if any of you don't know, Laron knows. I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. Uh, Monster Hunter is an amazing series. If you haven't played it, the demo for Monster Hunter Rise Part Two is out now. So please check that out. Magnamalo, the, the melted marshmallow, is incredibly difficult to battle. Um, but, so with that being said, our Game Fact Advance is going to be a little Monster Hunter themed for you. The Rathalos is by far the flagship monster of the Monster Hunter series as a whole. But the, and the Rathalos has been in every single Monster Hunter title to date. But did you know that the red and black fire-breathing king of the skies has five other, or no, yeah, five other variations. There's the faster, there's the faster azure Rathalos, the more aggressive and engaging silver Rathalos, the larger and darker dread king Rathalos, which was the last version of Rathalos that's come to the Western audience. 
The Eastern audience also has the Flame Rathalos, aka Fire Drake, and the Destruction Wyvern Rathalos, both of which are from introduced in the Monster Hunter Explore, which is an iOS and Android mobile game. And then there is finally the Zenith Rathalos from Monster Hunter Frontier Z, which was only out in Japan, and it has a unique ability to set its own tail and wings on fire. So Rathalos, absolute king of the skies in Monster Hunter, and there's plenty of him to hunt. Rathalos is my favorite monster in Monster Hunter. And, you know, it's crazy. If you look at my... I guarantee you, I'm going to pop on my... um my log for monster hunter world later mm. and i guarantee you i probably i probably slain over 300 of them yeah oh, wow. it's, is he uh, like is, is he the main kind of monster like he he's the representation he's the, he's the, he's the, of, yeah yeah he's of, the real flagship of all so every monster hunter as a series every game has a flagship monster except for generations ultimate which featured four it was a unique collaboration of all the past well not all the past monster hunter games but all the big ones uh mm -hmm. the main series ones none of the spinoffs um so each game has a flagship monster but rathalos who was the original flagship monster on the original monster hunter for ps2 uh yeah. is the flagship monster of the series even going so far i mean it's featured in monster hunter stories and monster hunter stories 2 which is actually going to add another version of rathalos uh but i don't have all the details on it so i didn't really feel comfortable talking about him completely but uh <laughs> definitely we will learn more about him in the coming week uh for monster hunter rise and good googly moogly when we find time if we could play it in the summer because <laughs> the summer is packed for the summer is literally packed for switch i'm ready for sky resort so i could just like marvel uh, you know you know uh, david i was talking to celeste uh because uh <laughs> you put up you put up and everybody Please go to Zelda Dungeon and read their latest article about what Zelda game needs to come back and needs another choice. And and David David I, David put out that question and I kind of be like, well, everybody knows what I think, but you know, go read the Steam. And he and that particular game, I'm not gonna say what it is. You can guess what it is. I, I me and Celeste was talking about it, not just like Celeste. You already know that if it drops this summer at the Skyward Sword, if the rumor is true that more games are coming from the for the Zelda anniversary, and that mm -hmm. that particular game comes on Switch, I am pre-ordering that game. I will be at somebody's store. They better have an amiibo, and they better have that amiibo of the one that I'm thinking of, and I will buy it. I will have my snacks. I will take the day off. <laughs> Everybody in the Pablo community and at any kind of Zelda community that you're from you're going to see me with that game and with that amiibo i i, I have no idea what zelda game you're talking about <laughs> I, I really there's don't. a there's a certain certain game where the moon crashes into the earth and deals oh, with time no. travel oh, no. that okay, ed okay. refuses to give a chance to <laughs> first of all first of all the nintendo 64 zelda games can die in a fire all right, all right. We are out of time for this segment, so we're gonna move on. Well, everybody, yes, we are gonna move on. Me and LeBron will have some words after nothing. We, we won't. We won't. <laughs> but everybody, it's time for Femi News. And David, take it away. All right. Thanks, Ed. So before we get started, we do have a special shout out to all the writers in our audience. 
Um, we are looking for writers to join our team at BossRushGames.com. If you haven't checked out our website recently, we got a lot of great content over there. Our writing team is growing. So we wanted to ask you, are you passionate about video games, enjoy writing, and you're hoping for a place to publish? Please email us at opportunities at brg at gmail.com to apply. So once more, that's opportunities at brg at gmail.com. Um, and you can also just direct message one of us uh, from Pal Block, and we can we can hook you up with the right people because we want our team to grow. And if you have a passion for writing, we want you writing for us. All right, panel, we're going to get going with the news today. Uh, so our first story, this is from Brian over at NintendoEverything.com. Hot Wheels Mario Kart Rainbow Road Raceway revealed. So Hot Wheels has had a few Nintendo collaborations in the past, and that partnership is continuing with a new Mario Kart product. As revealed by an Amazon listing, Hot Wheels Mario Kart Rainbow Road Raceway will launch in May. The Amazon page actually doesn't have much in terms of actual information. However, based on official photos, you'll be able to race with Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, and King Boo down the Rainbow Road-inspired track. Lakitu is also hanging out at the front of the course. So uh, I'm curious about what you all think about this. What are your reactions? Is this going to be a big hit? Nintendo seems to do very well with collectibles. So what other collectibles would you like Nintendo to produce? Uh, so Jacob, we'll start with you. What do you think of this Rainbow Road Hot Wheels set? I uh, While we were out shopping around on Saturday, we saw Hot Wheels Mario stuff. At a, at a Barnes and Noble, uh, not the Rainbow Road, obviously, but um, man, I wish so badly that I was a kid again, like a, like a proper age <laughs> to be owning that and be able to be excited about it and play with it. Um, for me personally, though, and I feel for a lot of people, the biggest thing that I would ever want would be a, so they have the Disney castle and the Hogwarts castle in Lego, like the big $500 set. I want mm -hmm. my Hyrule castle, not with the gimmicky Mario Lego thing. I want legitimate Legos, $500 Hyrule castle, and I will buy it day one and then take the day off to build it. Um, that I, I, I agree with you. That, yes. That would be my, my number one thing. But the Rainbow Road, like, it's great. I Overall, it's wonderful. I, I think there's going to be – a lot of kids are going to just continue to be reintroduced to Nintendo through different media outlets, which is how it originally started when the NES was the king. And there was, you know, there was Mario cereal. There was Donkey Kong cereal. There was Zelda cereal. There's mm -hmm. there's Nintendo everything, and they're kind of getting back to that point because they, for a while, they're shut off very hard all of their IPs to like outsourcing of things, and now they're starting to like dip their toes back into these different mm -hmm. outlets. And I think it's I think it's only good. I think it's only good. Their their IPs and their their brand goes a long way, and um... it. You mentioned the the Zelda Lego thing. You know that rumor keeps popping up almost as frequently as the Zelda Netflix show. So my my hope is that someday we will get that Hyrule Castle uh, Lego set. Um, Ed, we're gonna bounce over to you. You know we've talked many times that Nintendo started out as a toy company. Mm -hmm. What do you think of this as a, a promotion idea? Do you think um, this is a good idea? Is this gonna help Nintendo out? And what other collaborations would you like to see Nintendo do? Oh, this is going to sell up sell out this is going to be hotcakes um 
of course, everybody knows that I worked at Toys R Us back in the day. Mm-hmm. And when we sell Mario stuff, it sold out. Whether it was the Mario race car stuff, the Mario Hot Wheels, just even the cars itself, even though they didn't have no tracks, they sold out. And so people are going to finally be able, who definitely love the Mario Kart series, just to get the sale num- numbers of, the ser- of that series, they're going to be buying this up. And for a lot of people, this is a good Christmas gift if, it come, if it's still available. It's going to be a good birthday gift um, for people. I think it's great. I, I think when it comes to video games and uh, Hot Wheels, they always do a like fantastic job. You know, and I just think this is going to be perfect for them. I think definitely when they decide to do Mario Kart, the next one, Mario Kart 9, um, this would be good promotion. Like, hey, you get your Hot Wheels stuff, you know, here's a code in the side, input this code, and you get that Hot Wheel car into the game, or you get that version of the Rainbow Track and stuff. I can see there we go. A- I can see a lot of stuff coming out from this, but I'm happy to see this. I know it's going to sell out. Um, I just hope that they keep it in stock um, mm-hmm. when it comes out. And when it, I, I don't know, did they they didn't say a release date for it yet, right? Uh, I don't um, believe we I have just, a release date yet. Oh, they say in May. Um, oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yep. the race in May. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see like sales and stuff because I think the only thing that people will have to deal with is Hot Wheel collectors. Um, mm-hmm. If they're not buying the tracks for kids or buying the tracks for themselves, I think a lot of people will be able to go in stores and purchase this. But it's, I think it's a great thing for like kids for the summer, kids for birthdays, and definitely for Christmas. So yeah, I see a great thing coming out of this. Laron, uh, as a PlayStation guy, you know, it seems like they have a, a different kind of business model than Nintendo, which we you mentioned earlier in the show. Nintendo marches to the beat of their own drum. But yeah. wh- what do you think of this idea that Nintendo uses merchandise to boost their sales? Sh- should they be focusing just on developing games? Is this something other companies can learn from? What do you think about that? I think uh, I think it's something other companies can learn from, but um, but at the same time, uh, the one thing the one thing I can say for sure about Nintendo is Nintendo knows their demographic. They they do, and I think this is a genius idea that they're doing because, in all seriousness, if you look at the Mario Kart, the, I forget what the Mario Kart like the RC cars racing thing is. I uh, the home circuit. Yeah, like that's good, but there's a certain age demographic that that definitely fits fits the bill for that and then if you have the hot wheels cars like i mean practically any boy from age four to like 17 is going to jump on that you know and shoot probably they're probably their dads too you know and stuff <laughs> like that so this is genius marketing because like you know like the young kids definitely want the the rc anim- animatronic cars that like move on their own and stuff and you know they mm-hmm. have their switch in their hands so they look like they're on the track and everything but like but like young boys and some girls because my my sister my sister was a tomboy and she saw all my uh hot wheels cars yeah, oh. I was growing up. Yeah, and my my parents forced me to let her have them. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like every so like every boy is going is going to love this. I'm saying boys in general because I mean like technically like boys are in the heart hot wheels and stuff like that. But you know boys and girls anyone that's into that stuff they're going they're going to get it and it's going to have a, a much broader appeal because honestly mm-hmm. like little kids are going little kids want the Mario Kart stuff and then the adults will get the Mario Kart stuff just so they have something for the kids but everybody's going to jump on the Hot Wheels stuff so it's mm-hmm. it's genius marketing for them and stuff like that and 
and I can't I can't ever knock Nintendo's hustle. I, I can't. I can question some of their some of their, <laughs> their decisions from time to time, but I can't knock their hustle. Um, and yes, this is something other. This is something other other the uh, the rest of the big three like Microsoft and and Sony can't take notes of. Sony does have kind of a merchandising apartment uh, department, you know, in certain certain degrees. Uh, I have a couple of the Sackboy toys from Little Big Planet. Oh, mm-hmm. the the Sackboy, uh, the little the little Sackboys, you know, stuff like that. Sony kind of does it. Uh, Microsoft not so much because Microsoft, Microsoft they, kinda... they had the Forza Horizon Mort- uh, Forza Motorsport Hot Wheels um, years mm. ago. Yeah, um, yeah, so but it's not, it's not. It's not. It's not few and far between. When, when okay, yeah. when when if Sony is if Sony is doing it, sometimes Microsoft is barely doing it. You know, or they or they wait for like Todd McFarlane toys to come out and say, hey, we'll make your Gears of War line or, you know, like, you know, like, stuff like that. They and they go for the adult stuff, you know, like the stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like people with long bank accounts can get into because there's going to be a whole bunch of collector's <laughs> items, stuff like that. Whereas, you know, like Nintendo, Nintendo, I'm not saying this throw shade or anything. Nintendo will go the safe route. They'll get the they'll get the kid friendly stuff. They'll get the toy stuff. They'll get the easily collectible stuff. That's why their Amiibo line is so good. No shoot, like I'm not even about amiibos like this, but I'm I'm planning to get those Monster Hunter Rise amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to our next story here. So there was an EA job listing that suggests Madden could be coming to Switch. This is from Henry Stockdale over at NintendoLife.com. Quote, the discovery comes from YouTuber Dr. 81, who found a listing titled Online Software Engineer Madden, dating back to November 2020. Under the job requirements, one section asks for two years of experience working on Microsoft, Sony, or Nintendo game consoles. That might not sound like much, but previous EA job listings haven't included Nintendo within their criteria. At the very least, EA could be investigating a potential release. It's worth keeping in mind that back in June 2020, EA confirmed it would release seven Switch games in that 12-month period. June 2021 is only a few months away, and we've had six games confirmed since then, including Apex Legends earlier this week. So, for consideration, why now? What is pushing EA to make this move? Does this add yet another indicator to the coming of a rumored Switch Pro. So, uh, Ed, we'll go ahead and start with you. What are your reactions to this? Do you think um, that this is just the right time to strike for EA? What's going on here? Okay, so Laurent's going to get me about party about my article about EA and Nintendo and their partnership. And I still kind of have a feeling for that. I'm going to still keep that post up. So I think it's too late, first of all, with them trying to bring Maddie. Um EA is going. I feel like EA is going to treat it just almost like the FIFA games and give us last or two year generations. They're not going to take no care or consideration into it uh, when it comes to that. Now, if they want to really bring a sports game, bring the big sports that EA was doing. You know, like the basketball game and stuff, like something fun that's going to make people more interested into playing their games on the system. Now, the only reason why they're pushing more EA stuff now, I think, is because they got like a new boss or a new product of uh, manager or something like that, uh, who's now pushing stuff for Nintendo, who's saying that we got seven games plus coming for Nintendo. It EA's trying to get that money because they see now that. Nintendo, Indies, and other third parties, even when who ported games, are making sales. 
they've been doing millions, million plus sales or having people collect their games for years. And now EA won a piece of that a piece of that mm-hmm. pie. It's too late now to do it, but I guess they could try and do it uh, right now. We, they had a chance to do it when, when the numbers were good, when everybody was talking about we were making profit. EA had a chance to get on it, but they did not. So to me, Presty, I still feel like they're too late. They can still bring stuff. If anyone's going to jump on and get it, it's going to be up to them. Until they really mm. treat Nintendo serious and really put in the time and effort, don't give us no last-gen stuff or two generations, really build something up for this. Or if you're going to do like what Respawn did and use a port studio, really work with them. Like mm-hmm. literally really work with them and make sure that that port studio is giving the best that they can. Because people will well, play a port on switch okay well it's interesting that you mentioned like possibly releasing an older version of madden so madden typically releases uh in august is is Mm. you know right before the nfl season um and so if it's true that this is the seventh game that ea is promising to release uh for switch and it's before june that would mean that we would get the previous year's version of the game. So that but would be also, kind of an interesting and controversial. But we also could get the Wii U version when the Wii U first came out. I mean, that's true, but that it, does, it seems like that they're hiring for now, right? Um, maybe it's just to port something over. Uh, Jacob, you know, um, Madden is incredibly popular, but it, it, they usually try to put it on high-powered systems. There's been lots of rumors of Switch Pro coming um do you see any connection there with the release of switch pro or do you think that's just speculation um i don't know a goddamn thing about the sports ball game man (laughs) i've never played a madden game in my i thought Mm -hmm. i thought that they were not like i did not think ever that madden would be like the top of the line like need high quality game system you know so i Knowing what I know about EA, I don't think that it does have anything to do with the Switch Pro. I don't think that they care enough to make it for make mm-hmm. give Switch the like new version with the Switch Pro. Um, I see it being just like their FIFA controversy, where it's like a, a rollback, not as good, missing mm-hmm. a lot of features version, and it's just there to fulfill whatever gap sports ball players need fulfilled i guess i don't i don't know not a lot of love for ea on the panel here laron uh take us home with this question what do you think okay uh i'm not really sure i'm not really sure the madden angle so much for the switch i mean it's it's interesting if a madden game does show up on switch Uh, i'll I'll say that uh because outside of fifa i don't think there's an ea sports presence on 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 uh, on nintendo so, but you know, like if you're going to bring your number one seller, at least as far as Western games go, like this is the one you bring. You don't bring anything else, honestly. Uh, you, you bring Madden and, you know, I think what's going on, if Madden is coming out this year on the Switch, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be EA testing the waters to see how seriously, you know, the Switch audience will, will flock towards, you know, an actual sports title outside of FIFA being on, being on the system. Uh, that's the way, that's the way I feel about it. I think ultimately, because I've said this time and time again, the reason why EA doesn't show up for this for the Nintendo Switch or for Nintendo Systems period is because is because the user base that's on Nintendo Systems is not the same user base that mm. EA has 
if that makes sense. You know, EA EA has their hands in everything. They have a sports line. They have they have a first person shooter line. They have they have all these different branches and stuff like that. And it seems like nine times out of ten, their brands their brands do not sell well on the, on any Nintendo system. And Ed, just to just to go back for a second, when you were talking about bring. <laughs> Bring out games. Bring out games from two or three generations ago. Nintendo's doing that, so don't even try that. No, but the thing. But <laughs> all the right, thing nope. Is, you guys, you're getting paused. We're not. We we gotta keep it moving. Ed. You you guys can go back and forth all day. I, I'll just say this really quickly. Then we're gonna get to our next story. Um, you know, I, I grew up playing sports games, um, pr- particularly college football when when NCAA football was available on systems. That was that was my mm-hmm. favorite. Um, and. And I would just say that to be able to play Madden on the go, I think would be a big selling point for oh, a lot yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think what we don't know is if a Switch Pro is going to be able to be mobile or if it will just be dedicated to the, the TV. So, you know, maybe that doesn't really have anything to do with it. Maybe EA is just seeing sales numbers and finally deciding to put a little float out there. I agree with Laurent's take that if you're going to put something on there, Go with your frontline sports game and see how it does. Can I, mean, I, um, I mean, because I mean, because honestly, like they Fight Night would not do well on uh, right. on Switch. Okay. Fight can Night I just would say, not do well. Can I just say one thing? All right, Ed, thirty I'm seconds. Not, <laughs> I'm not responding to the round. I think what's going to happen is even if it does come to Switch, I think a lot of people are going to pay attention to reviews and make mm. sure that when that review come out. If the big sisters are getting the good stuff, they want to make sure that that Nintendo Switch version has the best quality too. That's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> all right, we love your your hot takes, Ed. Um, <laughs> so our next story is from Ryan Craddock over at NintendoLife.com. Japanese charts: Super Mario 3D World returns to number one. Yeah. So Famitsu's Japanese chart figures are now in for the week ending in the March 7th, revealing that Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury has returned to the top of the pile. Nintendo's Mega Mario release re-release sold another 53,603 physical copies this week to get that number one spot, knocking last week's debut number one, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town, down into second place by about 20,000 copies. No new games made their way into the top 10 this week with familiar faces being spotted up and down the pecking order. So, Jacob, we'll start with you. Um, what are your reactions to this news? How do these sales numbers look in light of Pow Block's debate last week about the mess, best Mario game ever? Uh, any change of heart? And what do you just think about the success of 3D World? Yeah, so 3D World the game, the main game that you get, I think it's absolutely deserving of it. It's actually my favorite multiplayer Mario game, uh, which I didn't get to discuss on the show, but I was behind the scenes talking with Twitch chat. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of interesting because, so I want to have this debate or this conversation in a different forum later, but I actually really do not like the tie-in game for that, the Bowser's Fury. I think it's the worst showing of Mario that Nintendo's ever put out, uh, which is saying a lot, but that's why I want to get into it in a different thing. But um, this doesn't surprise me, though. Mario games always sell gangbusters. They're always absolute hits. Um, The more surprising thing which i didn't know about was the story of seasons thing that kind of interest interested me a lot but i guess that's just from that previous week um but no yeah like i you know ed ed i i have a hard time uh arguing with ed when he says that mario is the reason there will be a switch pro because i don't think it's necessary but at the same time mario moves mario sells games mario sells consoles so 
I, you know, it's hard to argue with him, but I, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, this shows it. This shows it. Mario will sell no matter if it's a remake mm-hmm. or whatever. All right, Ed, your name was invoked there. What are your reactions to these sales numbers? And uh, does it impact thinking back to the debate last week? So, uh, Mario 3D was just that hotness. Everybody's just now catching up to the hotness, realizing why we we you owners love this game and went crazy. What's kind of was funny though to me is that I actually thought Xenoblade Chronicles 3 would be up in the top, not Xenoblade Black Chronicles 3, sorry. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 would be up in the top spot because of after that showing of the um of the smash thing they were just like it's it's sold out in japan like crazy so i thought the numbers would be up but to see mario get back to the number one top spot yeah my i'm surprised and I, i'm sorry sony in japan like it's been the 10 i think what for three months the three last months i think it's only just been nintendo for the top 10 for famitsu week per week mm-hmm. So seeing this, I'm just like, wow, this Nintendo's getting that coin. Or who phrased that? Nintendo's getting that yen. They're getting <laughs> that good old yen. And I cannot, I hey, if you don't know the hotness, get you need to get on the <laughs> hotness and you need to go get your copy of 3D World. Um I, I'll probably have to end up buying the wrong one. It's just like running it soon, you know. Thanks, Ed. Uh so Laron, um, question for you then thinking about this and, and certainly you can share your reactions to story as well but i'm just thinking more broadly about the competition with sony and microsoft do they have anything that can rival mario as the face of a franchise and what does sony and microsoft need to do to get to that place okay. in terms of thinking about representation the main problem the main problem that both sony and microsoft have is they don't have they don't have the legacy like almost every gamer almost every gamer i'm 45 years old almost every gamer my age and younger, we all basically started out with Mario. We all basically started out with Mario. Shoot, I start. I I didn't know who Mario was, and I was playing freaking Donkey Kong. You know, like we like it, it, Mario is in almost every gamer's DNA. And I, when I say every gamer, I mean modern gamers because like kids that are growing up, kids that are just now starting out and playing games, they may not know anything about Mario, but they're eventually going to find out about Mario, and that's oh, going to be what it is. So Microsoft, <laughs> so Microsoft and Sony. Honestly, don't have the legacy. But that being said, they are starting to get their own legacy. You know, uh, Sony for sure. You know, you've got Sackboy. You've you've got Astrobot. You've got you've got Ratchet and Clank. You know, you've uh, you know. Um, I I can't think of like a hardcore mascot that Microsoft has, but Microsoft has the malleability because like games that have mascot like characters like Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that, they interweave in Microsoft's ecosystem and stuff like that. So. So, I'm not really surprised that Mario 3D World is selling like gangbusters, especially over in Japan. I mean, you know, uh, Japan is the house that Mario built as far as gaming goes, you know, and and, and it, it shows in their other franchises. Like, I mean, Metroid and and uh, and Zelda have a 35th anniversary this year, and and Metroid struggles to get sales in his home country, Japan. You know, Zelda's kind of lukewarm, you know. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, they do better over in the in the West, but Mario does well everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. And you know, and once again, you know, big ups to Nintendo. I I I appreciate them. Yeah, I appreciate them. I appreciate Mario, even though like to an extent, I've outgrown Mario games. Like Austin and I were Austin and I from uh, 
from from Crossroads. We were talking today, and we were talking that we honestly prefer the GBA renditions of the classic Mario titles as opposed mm-hmm. to the actual Mario titles. Mm-hmm. You know, we love them. You know, um, and that's the best way to get us to go back and play those games. So, you know, like, and then some of their off spins are great, like Super Princess Peach. Oh my God. That was that, oh, was a, that was that was a game I did not realize I was gonna have that much fun with. Man, when <laughs> I'm not gonna go on a tangent, but 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 Mario is basically legacy when it comes to video games. I mm-hmm. can't think of the only other thing I can think of that's more legacy than Mario is Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. I thought you would say it's uh, Pac-Man or Sonic. Jacob, uh, did you have a thought? I, were, I kind of wanted to piggyback off of Laurent and your question for Laurent is that Microsoft and Sony's chance has passed because in, in the Japanese market has passed because their chance would have come and Laurent can echo this is if Sony or Microsoft locked down an exclusive Monster Hunter game or Dragon Quest game. And that would have been how they get back into that market. But because Rise is the next Monster Hunter and it's on the Nintendo Switch for now, we have reason to think it's coming to other consoles as well later. Um, But those two series alone are super, super big. They are console sellers in Japan. and, And that would have been to get in but now that rise is coming in that ship is, has sailed they're not gonna be, yeah they can get that fixed oh. on the nintendo switch on nintendo's platform and so i i completely agree with my cohort from, from hunters for hire there because honestly honestly monster hunter reshaped itself around japan's ecosystem of portable gaming that's why you had all those games on the on the on the 3ds after like the the sony exclusivity deal you know ended with psp you know, uh, the portable the portable market is where Monster Hunter is at. I was not surprised to see Monster Hunter coming back to Switch, even though like technically it's supposed to be outside of that ecosystem eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like Capcom's found their groove now. You know, like mm-hmm. we release a portable game and release a mainstream game, and that's what's going on. I love it because guess what? It it means my Switch gets gets a, at least sixty more hours of gameplay. I, 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 <laughs> Uh, that's what I I was kind of wondering, uh, and I well I'll turn it back to you to uh, David. Um, with Monster Hunter Four kind of being like the jump off for a lot of people, um, it's, it's kind of just surprising that Monster Hunter Four did really numbers for Capcom to get recognized. When it comes to Mario, for a lot of the younger kids, it was New Super Mario Brothers on DS because the game kept selling out at forty bucks. Like Nintendo never dropped it, and for the years that it had been out, even when 3D Yes came out, that thing was still selling. Jacob you know, and it, I will. Oh, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, oh, oh no, that, that was it. Oh, I was just gonna say, and then uh, Super Sluggers for the for we just good movie <laughs> movie. That thing for fifty dollars that Nintendo never dropped sold for years, yep. even while the Wii U was out. Yeah, we, we yeah. got to wrap up this section, but just really quickly, I wanted to add in, I, I do think that there was a period of time that Microsoft had a chance to have a system carrying mascot uh, like Nintendo does. And that was right at the at the end of the 2000s with Halo, I believe that's when Halo 2 came out and Master Chief was a cultural phenomenon. You had red versus blue on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It was the defining multiplayer experience in terms of first-person shooters, and they let it get away from them. And I know that they are hoping with um, this next 
a Halo game coming out that this is like a make or break moment. But I think there was a period of time there where, you know, maybe not for young kids, but Master Chief could have been a cultural icon and they let it slip away. Yeah. Um, all right. This is our last story in the news segment today. And I think it's it's a really interesting one. So PlayStation files a patent for sense in video game. Sense as in what you smell with your nose. So this is Alden Itra from ScreenRant.com. Uh, yes, it's not a Nintendo story, but perhaps it has some fami potential. So... Um, <laughs> Sony recently filed a patent that indicates the use of sense in upcoming PlayStation games. The use of sense in entertainment has long uh, has been around since the 1960s and has intrigued moviegoers for a long time. Now it seems that gamers will get a piece of the action with Sony's new patent that entails the addition of sense as a sensory experience during gaming. It's been speculated that the new function might be added to the PSVR 2, while uh, others... Uh, excuse me, while other news may indicate it is used used in handheld controllers. On February 4, 2021, a patent was published that outlines technology that could deliver metadata for haptic events during video game playback. A haptic event is a sensory experience, but has been previously limited to touch. Such technology exists currently in PlayStation's DualSense controllers, but the patent expands on that technology, allowing audiences of game streams or video recording to experience inputs alongside the streamer. The patent also includes a portion about technology that delivers sensory input beyond touch. So, for our panel to consider, with Nintendo's history of outside-the-box design and interactive gameplay, could something like this also come to Switch? Does this technology interest you? Perhaps this will go the way of the Xbox Connect, but what are your thoughts? So, Ed, we'll start with you on this one. What do you think? Oh, this is not coming to Nintendo. Nintendo is very uh, innovative when it comes to making products. Why do that? Why they could just, like, get with some food people, make some cute Kirby designs, and sell you on that. You want to taste Kirby? Here's a strawberry uh, chocolate shake or something, or whatever. Like, Nintendo would rather just be like, we're not going to spend our time in gameplay and things like that to give you a smell in a game for something. I would rather just sell you on food and call it a day. Um, I will give Sony props for this idea because this finally something that they don't have to copy Nintendo off of. So this technology, no, it's not coming to Nintendo. Nintendo, when Nintendo knows that if they're going to do something like this, they're going to really make some money off it, and they just feel like I could do this. We could do this with food. All right, Laurent, Ed just uh, <laughs> laid it down there. What do you think? Uh, does this technology hold some potential? Where are you at with this? <laughs> the one thing I know about Sony, and I've been and I've been I've been Team Sony since the first PlayStation launched. I, I I had a day one PS one. The thing I know about Sony is Sony is always playing around with patents, and they're always doing something interesting. This is why we. This is why the DualShock uh, controller has has developed so well, and so and what mm -hmm. it's done. They've also innovated on other things. You know, um, you, uh, now I'm. <laughs> I'm not really sure about the whole thing about the whole sense thing. I guess I got to see more about it as, as it comes to, to fruition, you know, but, uh, but here's what I know for sure. Like if, if no one is trying to like develop something new, there's, there's, there's always going to be stagnation in technology. And, and you know what, that even extends as far as Nintendo. Uh, I, I hate to say it. Like when Nintendo doesn't try to, to innovate, 
they always fumble on something, you know, and and that goes in any of the companies. Look, Microsoft is dealing with that right now. Um, the if it's realized and it works out well, yes, I could probably see it coming to um, to practically every video game system, including Stadia. If Stadia is still around by that time and stuff like that, <laughs> but. That being said, you know, like, first of all, like, we have to see if it works and it's practical because what we know is not practical is 3D. <laughs> and everybody mm-hmm. was on that 3D train, even even Nintendo was. <laughs> yes. and, and we saw how that worked out, you know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I'll keep an eye on it. I mean, you know, I, I do host I do host the, the PlayStation show for, uh, for, for Boss Rush, so we'll keep an eye on it. As a matter of fact, I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll ask my guys tomorrow night on the show right. how they feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll have to you have to communicate back about it. I'm curious, you know, Laurent, something we share in common, um, both Star Trek fans, and you know, growing up, something that always captivated my attention was the idea of the holodeck, right? And, yes. and I hope that someday, you know, I'll probably die before this is a, a reality. But I would love to have some kind of immersive experience like that of just going in a room and being surrounded by a game. And I do wonder if this um, this smell, it, you know, like we're taking steps towards that. Uh, we'll get to you in just one second, Jacob. Ed, you had a thought? Yeah, I think that if we're going to get anything close to Star Trek Holodeck, that's Microsoft with HoloLens. Because the way that they mm. did that Minecraft uh, um, example, I think it was like two years ago. I think it was uh, 2018. How they were just like showing the demo with HoloLens and they were having the 3D thing almost. Microsoft would be the ones to do it pushing that technology so i would give that to microsoft if they were going to do a sit thing microsoft would do i don't i don't i guess i i guess that the thing is though like you never we we want to encourage companies to do this stuff because yes. we want our games we want our games to challenge us we want our games to also engage us and stuff like that we want these companies i don't care i don't care if nintendo's doing it i don't care if microsoft's doing it i don't care if sony's doing it i don't care if google's doing it you know we want this stuff because because there was a time when I wouldn't touch an RPG for there was a big there was like a, a decade plus that I would not play an RPG because to me all RPGs were stale so you know I picked I really picked and choose which RPGs I was going to play you know and we got to have innovation for the for just the entire community mm-hmm. to continue to thrive whether that's whether that's games whether that's tech within games it doesn't matter now I'm just thinking about playing Alien Isolation in the holodeck, and uh, it's giving me a heart oh, attack. No, just I, would, about... <laughs> I would die. I would die. <laughs> Jacob, you're going to take us home on this story. Um, what do you think of PlayStation scent technology? Is this a waste of time? What do you think this will turn out? I uh, I really wish that Corey was here because he could he could side with me. Um, Disney did smell a vision smell tech in their in their figment ride on mm. at disney world and you smell a skunk and i do not want to be walking around <laughs> smelling mario all sweaty after he's run and jumped his way through the mushroom kingdom um i'm not a fan of smell a vision i'm not here for it i like i like my house i like to be in my house and smell what my house is um not not whatever crazy world I'm in. I'm sure sometimes it'd be great. Sometimes, you know, like when you're cooking up, cooking up a, a pumpkin stew in, in Breath of the Wild, I'm sure that'd be awesome. But then you'd also be walking along and your horse would take a dump and you'd smell <laughs> terrible. And think, of, and think of the liquid cartridge that you had to buy for this. Like, do you want to pay $34.99 for these cartridges to smell I something? Gonna, I think it's going to be just as gimmicky as Labo. 
I, I really think that's that's what's going on here. I don't I don't think it's going to be something that I don't I, I feel like it's not going to be something that's a permanent staple of gaming. Permanent staple of gaming: rumble controllers, analog sticks, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Pressure sensitive yeah. controls and stuff like that. Smell smell Tendo, like was said in the chat. I don't <laughs> think that's I don't think that's going to be like a permanent thing. And, and, and you know, you know what? I'll I'll eat my shoes just like Dan. If 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 it becomes a permanent fixture in gaming, as a matter of fact, it, if twenty percent of games released in the future have this smell mechanic to it, yeah, I'll I'll eat a shoe. All right, and we'll make sure that our podcast listeners will be able to smell you eating yeah, their shoe. There, so. <laughs> well, I'll make sure. Shoes. I'm making yeah. sure to get the most rank shoe out yeah. there. Like if I gotta ah. endure it, you're gonna endure it too. <laughs> All right, everybody, that has been our family news segment. Ed, we're back to you. All right, thank you, David. Thank you for it. Everybody ready? Because now it is time for Pop Block Clubhouse Quiz featuring the elite block agents. Yes. <laughs> representing, yes. Yes. Representing the honor community, we got Jacob Taylor over here. What's up? Representing the Zelda Dungeon community. David Lasby. Here we go. And representing PlayStation over here, Mr. Laurent Dawkins for Crossroads. Doing it, doing it for my stationaries. Yes, yes. So, everybody, um, hopefully, you guys have got your pins, pistols out. The way oh, that see, the. See, we got all this stuff going on. You want us to have buzzers, you want us to have pens and paper. <laughs> I'm talking about the audience, not you guys. Oh, yeah, do I have to have pen and paper? Nobody told me that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Actually, I, I might as well use pen and paper. I feel like I feel like I'm at a horrible disadvantage here. Oh wow! So it's gonna be it's broken up into three sections. Uh, the first section is gonna be five questions for all our panelists here, and then our second section, each panelist will get three sets of questions with a bonus question, and then our final portion of it, they would get one final question worth ten points. So each point from the first part is worth one. Uh, when it comes to the second que- uh, second portion, they would get two questions. Uh, they could get a point each. If they get the third question right, they will be uh, able to answer a bonus question for additional two points. You'll see what I mean when we get there. So, All you right, guys, now real, now, real quick question: uh, yes. Do you need to hear what each of our buzzers sound like so you know which is which? Yes. Okay. So, Jacob, start your buzzer. Okay. Leron, your buzzer. Oh God! See, my phone's on mute. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. And David, what is your buzzer? (laughs) Okay. There we go. So, everybody ready? Get your buzzers ready. Close that hero. And here we go. The first question. Two of Nintendo's own franchise celebrated another anniversary. What were those two franchises? Is it A, Metro and Star Fox, B, Mario and Legend of Zelda, or C, Geist and and Universes? David. All right, that's Mario and Zelda. That is correct. Question number two. What technique in game form has Nintendo not done? Is it A, grocery shop, B, make levels, C, sewing? Hey, 
Wait, what? I, I, uh, Jacob? Uh, grocery shopping. It. What? Oh my god, okay. What technique? All right, uh, I, I'm gonna guess C, sewing. Oh, is Correct. that what it was? Sewing? I didn't even understand what I didn't even understand what that word was. I was like, wait, what? What did he say? Sewing. I'm sorry. Yes, okay, but hold on. Wait, but when, when have we had grocery shopping? So they have a DS game that teaches you how to cook, and they give you a list to go grocery shopping, and they have but and they, they got, show you. But they've wait, got wait, a wait, DS wait, game got, on they, how to sew, and they've got an actual a sewing like thing. <laughs> Oh, they don't don't actually, and it. actually, all those hospital simulators, you actually stitch people up. That's so. <laughs> no, I take it as a dark place. And you actually, there, and you actually, and you actually get graded on what, how bad their scar is going to be. But it's not a Nintendo game. Like a Nintendo produced game. Yes. Okay. What's the name of the game? I'm gonna have to look it up. I know it's oh, a cookie oh, game. Uh, look, look the, you, you're, you're, you're out of order. It's okay, a Cooking next, Mama. Next, next, not Cooking Mama. There's no, a game of a color it. sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Next question. Next question. I, I'll I'll cede my points to Jacob on that one. Okay, Jacob. I'll let you have it. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, David. Okay. Well, because I don't remember the summer game for a Game Boy that they did that I'll Nintendo did. I'll send you and the you, link. There's and, an entire okay. and, and you and you run sounds like run the Nintendo show. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like right. a uh, Game Fact Advance coming up here on Sony. Right. <laughs> so. What horror series does Nintendo have an investment in? Is it A, Eternal Darkness, B, Deception, or C, Fatal Frame? Laron. Eternal Darkness. And wrong. Okay. Jacob. Fatal Frame. Correct. I have not hmm. made any. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that one up. I did not I did not know Fatal there's Frame. A, there's a Smash yeah, Brothers uh, there's a Smash Brothers reference for oh, that as well. A, uh, the the a, photographer? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Nintendo okay. has okay. a stake in it because that's why that uh Black Maiden game came out and only for you. I think Eternal uh, Darkness was like the red herring, right? Because I'm pretty sure that was a Nintendo. Eternal Darkness it, yeah, Eternal Darkness owns a uh a Nintendo owns Eternal Darkness, even though that's Dennis Dyack, because they're the same company that did uh, Metal Gear, the Twin Snakes. So, uh, question number four. This game expired a well-known horror franchise. Was it Sarita Homu, Biohazard, or Aron and Zadaku? I will read it again. Hold on one second. This, this game expired a well-known horror franchise. Was it Sawito Homu, Biohazard, Aron, and Zadaku? Hey, hey, Jacob. Listen. Biohazard for the Resident Evil series. And oh, oh man, that was too obvious. Uh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take a stab at it. You gotta you gotta uh... oh oh. <laughs> oh <there you go. laughs> okay. You guys saw me. I was like, <laughs> uh, hey. Yes, it is Sarita Homu. That is Capcom's version called Sweet Home. That's the Japanese name of it. It uh, inspired Resident Evil. It, it was inspired on the Indian... Resident Evil. Yes, Resident it was Evil on Evil is known as Biohazard in the in, in yeah that's yes. right yes. Uh, Sweet Home was a game that Capcom released. Uh, it's a Metroid and adventure kind of game uh, that was only in Japan. So, and Aron and Zadaku is Japanese for Alone in the Dark. 
Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, so, answer it now. Answer it now. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Jacob with two points, I believe. Uh, David, you got one point because you gave your other point to Jacob. Mm-hmm. And LaRon has one point. Okay. This is the last question. Which GameCube title forced the player to fight the final boss with inverted controls? Is it A, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, B, Vex, or C, Beyond Good and Evil? I will read the question again. Which GameCube title forced the player to fight the final boss with inverted controls? Is it A, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, B, Vex, C, Beyond Good and Evil? David? All right, I'm going to guess Metal Gear. Hey. Uh, th- Jacob got that one. Did I? Okay. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I might not get the question. Is it? Is it Beyond Good and Evil? Yes, it is. Correct. All right. Wow. They switched. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would have got it anyway. Because I, I was thinking Vex. Oh, I, I'm glad David went first because I totally was like, this. Guy, this has to be a Metal Gear. <laughs> no, no, no. Solid it was. It, it wasn't Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid's gimmick was you had to plug it into a to different port. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And Twin Snakes, I, tw- I think Twin Snakes did the same thing. Yeah, uh, Twin Snakes is the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we got uh, Jacob in first with three, LaRon and David in one. So, we have a tiebreaker question between LaRon and David. The first <laughs> one, to, if one of you guys get it wrong, you have to, I mean, you would, uh, the other person automatically gets that point. Are you for, oh, so it's, so it's only one answer or the other for this one? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, where was Animal Crossing originally supposed to start? There's no choices. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Okay. <laughs> you, you mean in-game location or on hold what on, let system? Me, let me, let me, okay. hold on one second. On what console was Animal Crossing supposed to start? Oh. Damn right. I'm I'm gonna guess and, and show my ignorance here, but I think it's GameCube. And Deron, you get the point. It was it went wait, to wait, GameCube. Wait, 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 wait. It went to GameCube. Hold Animal on, Crossing. I, I believe it was a Nintendo sixty four though. Am I Yes. Okay. You get, actually you know why I know this? Because I was working at GameStop at the time and the Nintendo rep started pitching that game. During the Nintendo 64 era, but it didn't come out then. Right, and it ended up coming into GameCube. Specifically, I think it was the Nintendo 64 DD uh, originally because of its ability to have an internal clock. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A lot of them just say the N64 Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because the DD for America ended up getting canceled because I believe the legend, I think Ocarina of Time got like extra stuff. On the DD in Japan, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, the listing are, goes like this. Are we oh. done with our buzzers? Uh, yes. Or, or do they come back later? You're done with buzzers. Yeah. Okay. Just need the buzzers for the first part. So, David will go first, then Laron, and then Jacob. So, make sure Laron and Jacob, make, 
Hopefully, you guys are off of Twitter. You cannot help David with these questions <laughs> at all. Oh, why are we trying to help David? He's winning right now. What? <laughs> because Wait, some of no, y'all might win. I'm, right not winning. I'm sorry, Jacob. I'm sorry, Jacob. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Jacob's winning. Okay. So, you ready, David? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Monster Hunter Rise will release on Nintendo Switch on March 26th. What was the last Monster Hunter game to be released on a Nintendo platform? Is it A, Monster Hunter 4, B, Monster Hunter Stories, Weapons of Elementress, or C, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate? I'm going to read it again. Monster Hunter Rise were released on Nintendo Switch on March 26th. What was the last Monster Hunter game to be released on a Nintendo platform? Is it A, Monster Hunter 4, B, Monster Hunter Stories, Weapons of Elementress, or C, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate? I'm going to say Monster Hunter is the the game franchise I've played the least, but I'm going to guess Monster Hunter 4. And I am sorry, that's not right. It's Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. It came out for Switch. It was the re-release of the 3DS game. Uh, Ed, question for you: um, What was that? What was that Monster Hunter Stories game you just talked about? Because I've never heard of that. It's a made-up thing to trick you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Weapons you wouldn't have got you wouldn't have got you wouldn't have got Jacob or me on that one. <laughs> Weapons of Elementress. <laughs> yeah, it was it was to throw them off to throw you off. <laughs> All right, that's okay, uh, David. You still got more. You got some chances. Professor Layton is a well-known detective and puzzle solver. How many games does he have under his belt for Nintendo? Is it A, 7, B, 10, C, 6? I'm going to say it again. Professor Layton is a well-known detective and puzzle solver. How many games does he have under his belt for Nintendo? Is it A, 7, B, 10, C, 6? Is this for me or Laurent? It's for you. Are oh, you- I, I, I thought we were rotating. I was like, my bad. No, I'm no. sorry. Just ho- just uh, I'm, I'm going to go C. I'm going to go C. And that is wrong. Uh, it is seven. He did have six games, but he also had Professor versus uh, Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Yep. Uh, yes. So you was close. So you got those two wrong. You still have a chance to win. Dog. All right. How many? How many questions do I get? This is your last question. Oh, uh, okay. So got if it. you okay. if My you bad. get if you get it right, you get a chance to uh, answer the bonus questions with two bonus questions. So you get okay. a chance to make up the three. So. All right, lay it on me, Ed. I'm sorry. This action-packed game was originally intended to be released on the Xbox 360, but eventually showed up on Wii U. What was it? Is it A, Devil's Third, B, Shadow Complex, or C, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, Kingdoms, The Fight for Jensoku? I'm going to say the question again. This action-packed game was originally intended to be released on the Xbox 360, but eventually showed up on Wii U. What was it? A, Devil's Third, B, Shadow Complex, or C, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, The Fight for Jensoku? 
Oh man, you're killing with these questions, Ed. I'm gonna go with B. I am sorry that it's not correct. Oh. <laughs> it All is right, what a, was it? It was A Devil's Third. It was by uh to- uh, Tobu- uh Nobunaku, I believe. Uh he is the creator of the Ninja Guiding games. Ah. He left he got <clears throat> fired from some things and decided to make his own game. It was supposed to come out for Xbox 360, but ended up on the Wii U. It was a terrible game, so <laughs> you're not miss it. Awesome. Right. <laughs> they was going to kill me for this one. So, LeBron, <laughs> it is your turn. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. I mean, shoot, man. Like, <laughs> you just... You did, you did, you did, uh, you did David Dirty this game. You did Celeste Dirty last game, so I guarantee you I'm in trouble. Uh, okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> What item do you collect in The Legend of Zelda that asks more love to Link? Is it A, fairies? B, Are you kidding me? I didn't get to see. I didn't get to see David's reaction at all. Did he just fall out? If, if, if David, if David could have flipped the table right now, he would have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's that was about the same as me and Laron when you said that was your, Dan, David, David with Monster Hunter. Oh my God, David! That was that was your bonus question. You would. I'm going to have to watch the replay, everybody. Okay. I'm sorry. I couldn't watch it. Okay, please start over. Please okay. start over on this one. What item did you collect in The Legend of Zelda that adds more love to Link? Is it A, fairies, B, bottles, or C, heart containers? Let me repeat it again. What item did you collect in The Legend of Zelda that adds more love to Link? Is it A, fairies, B, bottles, C, heart containers? <laughs> C heart containers. That is correct. You almost you almost should have gotten that one wrong. Just just, I know, just of, like just to show <laughs> kindness to Blind. <laughs> Oh my introduced god! As, introduced as representing Zelda Dungeon, just you know, so in case y'all didn't you know, remember. David is going to show up at your front door just to punch you in the face tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I'm in, I'm trying to look at the chat, and it's just I yeah I'm gonna have to catch the replay of it. Uh, hey, David, I'm so sorry. David, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, the second question: Who was missing in the SNES version of Final Fight? Was it A, Day, B, Guy, or C, Axel? Final fight. Give me the names one more time. I'm going to repeat it again. Who was missing in the SNES version of Final Fight? Was it A, Day, B, Guy, or C, Axel? Why? Four, three, A. two, and wrong. It was B, Guy. Guy. You know, that's yeah. throwing me off because guys, Guy has been a staple since Street Fighter Alpha. So that, that threw me off. Okay. Yeah, he was in the Final Fight, the arcade version, but because he couldn't fit on the Super Nintendo version, they only had uh, Cody and um, Hagar in it. That is so... What? That, yeah. How do you have a Final Fight game without Guy? They, the, uh, there wasn't enough RAM to hold them. Limited, limited technology. And so what happened you, was, uh, 
they did it. They did one called Final Fight Guy, uh, for the Game Boy Events though, and they had mm-hmm. all three. Okay, you know, you know, it's funny though. Like when you said Guy, like the name st- jumped out at me, but I was like, come on, like Final Fight Guy is always in Final Fight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he wasn't right. it. He wasn't it too? But he okay, I'll, I'll I'll accept I'll accept the loss of that point. I'll I'll take that. Okay. Which company developed and published two comic franchises that no one has done since? Is it A, LJN, B, Konami, C, Ocean? I will repeat that again. Which company developed and published two comic franchises that no one has done since? Is it A, LJN, B, Konami, or C, Ocean? Are you saying ocean? Are you saying that? Is that what you're saying? Ocean. 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 I don't even know who that is. O C E A N. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Okay, so L J N Konami or Ocean. And <sighs> five. You, you know, I'm gonna stick. I'm, I'm gonna stick with A. And it was Konami. Okay, Konami had Ninja Turtles and what else? No, Konami had Marvel uh, had X Men for the arcade, and they also did Batman for Super Nintendo. I was going to say Batman. They, Konami Ninja had Ninja yeah, Turtles Co- is also a comic book, though. Yes, but Konami had DC and Marvel. No one has ever done both companies. Uh, uh, so both. Uh, okay, I so, the question, so please repeat yeah. that first. Please repeat that question then, because com- that it, it, right. it, it's not hitting me right. Which company developed and published two comic book? Two comic franchises that no one has done since. So you're okay. Asking, that's not yeah. what you should. That's not. That's not how you should ask the question. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. You got increasing <laughs> Link's love. So, <laughs> well, if, but, even even if I got it wrong, LJN didn't do no comic. Get Ocean well, did. Well, rub- that's, well, that's true. But but honestly, the way you asked the question, Ocean. if you. I don't even know how you should phrase the question, but you, you, the the question Konami, honestly because Konami only Konami besides Ninja Turtles, well that would have been three because the Konami only did X Men, um, and they only did Batman, and it would have been Ninja Turtles. They only did three comic book things. Yeah, when you say franchises, we're actually thinking of like actual like Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles and stuff. You know stuff like that. Yeah. When when you said when you I, said uh, when you said DC and the other one, I was like, wait, this is two different so, companies. O- so, right. So Ocean. Now, Laurent Le- deserves to lose points. Just so. <laughs> so Ocean. So uh, Ocean did RoboCop for NES and the Alice Family. Oh, I loved that game. And LJN did Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. and Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Leron got uh one point. One point. I got one point. <laughs> so uh, you tied up with David. So David, you got two points. No, wait. No, yeah, I didn't David, get any points. Hey, uh, do my know. points from the priest count? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So Jacob has mm. three. Um, you and Leron have two points. So, Jacob, are you ready? Yeah, man. Sure. Hit me with okay. that Monster Hunter and that Zelda question. <laughs> Here we go. Right? Former President Satoru Iwata, RIP, was a developer who helped which franchise? Is it A, Fire Emblem, B, Hotel Dust Room 213, or C, Pokemon? 
Pokemon. I'm say it again. I, I got the answer. It's Pokemon. Oh, did you say Pokemon? Yeah. Okay, correct. He helped, he helped uh, get the 151. He helped with the original one, and then he helped get uh, Gold and Silver and fit the original games onto Gold and Silver as well. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Xenoblade Chronicles has become a big hit for the Nintendo family, though it started as something else. When did the first Xeno game release? Was it A, 1986, B, 2001, or C, 1998? I'm going to say it again. Xenoblade Chronicles has become a big hit for the Nintendo family, though it started as something else. When did the first Xeno game release? Is it A, 1986, B, 2001, C, 1998? It's either Xenosaga or Xenogears, and I think that would have been 1998. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Correct. 1998. It was Xenogears. Why can he? Frick, he's getting he's getting the good ones. Because <laughs> as, as, as soon as he says Xenoblade Chronicles, I was already like Xenogears. <laughs> it didn't matter. Jacob's right. running away with this. Yeah. Okay. And this is the last one. Okay. Which one of these series didn't have a fighting game on Wii? Was it A. Castlevania, B. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Or C, Soul Calibur. I'm going to say it again. Which one of these series did not have a fighting game on Wii? Is it A, Castlevania, B, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or C, Soul Calibur? Castlevania had Castlevania Bloodlines or Bloodstained. Was Soul Calibur on the Wii? Are we count? Is this? Are we counting only two D like player versus player fighting games, or just like beat 'em up fighting games? Yeah, fighting games. Oh, okay. Um. On the Wii. I'm probably gonna get this one wrong. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a four player oh, melee beat 'em up on Wii. They Castlevania did. also had a four had a uh, 3D battle uh, yeah. fighting game on it. So Calibur had a beat 'em up kind of game. I think they had a beat 'em up kind of game on Wii, uh, I believe. Uh, almost like like that Mortal Kombat Sub Zero game, almost like that. Yeah, like so. the story driven one. Ah, man. Okay. So, so Jacob is leading with five. David and Leron has two. I feel like I feel like you need to give me and David the bonus questions anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for <laughs> that. Okay, because because Jacob right. is running away with this right now. Okay, <laughs> I'll give I will give you the bonus questions. Okay, uh, for your bonus question, uh, David, <coughs> since I talked about Kobe Tecmo, what two games was made from that director who made Ninja Guy? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know what? You Thanks know, for let's, asking let's, for the bonus questions. Let's, let's, let's just go to the <laughs> nope, next nope. round. Let's just go to the next round. Jeez. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> from, from Koei Tecmo? <laughs> yes. Is that what you said? Uh, oh, I'm going to say. Creator. From the creator. Wow. Wait, did they get the I, I mean, I've, I've got I no get, chance. I'm going to say Hyrule Warriors. No, no, no. I was going to I gave you Ninja Gaiden. Can you give me the other game that he made? 
No, I can't. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh my god! Wait, what? <laughs> he made Ninja Gaiden in Dead or Alive. Oh man. Okay. Wait, so there's the... a DOA. There's a DOA game on. No, I'm just saying. What two games did he make? Oh, the okay, okay. I'm sure thinking it's still Nintendo related. I'm no. <laughs> All right, now now pull out your hardest question and give it to Leron, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I deserve it. I deserve it. Okay, so I'm going to give, I'm a give uh, Leron's, uh, Leron's um, Jacob's bonus question because I already gave him the answer for his. One of these franchises have fighters in a Nintendo franchise. Can you name the game and the two characters? So One of the game. One of the game. Okay. So the, uh, um, the game was Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though that wasn't the answer for it, the game was Castlevania. Can you mm-hmm. name the game and the two characters that that are in it? See, now we gotta get in specifics because um, I'm pretty sure it's Smash Brothers. I want to say Smash Brothers, the GameCube one. Um, so Smash Brothers Melee. And wrong. Okay. Okay. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Simon it has Richard Victor. Belmont and Summer Belmont. Wait, I could have got that one. Wait, and wait, wait, why did you give me that one? What, what was what, what was that system on? The Switch. Oh, Switch. The Switch. Simon and Richter. it's the latest Smash Brothers. You know what? This is a damn good question to give me because guess what? I, I <laughs> it's not a fighting game. It, it, I'm not gonna give you that <laughs> argument with you, man. I'm that. I we can take it, that back. I I just said fighters in the Nintendo franchise. <laughs> I did not say which, and I just said name the game and the two. You the two you characters. pulled you pulled out Leron Kryptonite. You know the only other the only worst piece of Kryptonite you put pulled out on me is Mario Kart uh, trivia. <laughs> uh, well, what okay. for you? That's the next. So question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I am never coming back for this quiz show. <laughs> uh, so it is now our final part. It's ten points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can get. Whoever gets this one correct, whoever gets the 10 points, it has a chance to win the game. So you or David Laurent can end up winning it over Jacob. So mm-hmm. here we go. And uh, you might want to get, you could get your phones out or like the notepad of things to write it down. I'm sorry. So. And then let me know, let, uh, let me know when you guys are ready. Okay, wait. We're not buzzing, right? We're just. No. Okay. Yeah, you just write the answer down. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Name three video game movies whose franchise never been on a Nintendo platform. I'm going to say it again, and you'll have 30 seconds. Name three video game movies whose franchise never been on a Nintendo platform. And go. Hmm. I know I've got a couple. That's more than I have. <clears throat> 28, 29, 30. Okay. Hands down. That was 30 seconds? That was 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start with Jacob since he's leading. Jacob, what are three franchise... Uh, three... 
video game movie franchise that never came to Nintendo? What is on your list? The only and one. Just let just to let everybody know, The Wizard does not count. Just to make sure. That's not a video game movie. The in the case of in the case of somebody who wrote it and didn't okay. want to consider it, it's not. Well, the what? The Wizard, the Wizard, which had Super Mario Brothers three, but that's not a video oh, okay, game okay. movie. That's a movie yeah, about not video games. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Uh, the only thing that I could think of is Halo. That's the only that's one I got. Is Halo? Halo? Halo had had one. Halo had a, a couple movies, and they're not. Halo's not never been on a Nintendo console. Okay, I'm sorry that you did not get it correct. What? Dave. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. Halo at all is not correct. You got it. He got to name all three. You got to get three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was about to say. Hold on. No, David. All right. Here we go. Um. So I also have Halo, Tomb Raider, and Hitman. Tomb Raider showed up on Wii. Oh what? And Hitman's oh, on Switch. And yeah, and Hitman yeah. was on GameCube. And GameCube, yeah. <laughs> Leron, what are your uh, three movies? Okay, uh, so Halo, House of the Dead, and uh, Alone in the Dark. And House of the Dead was on uh, uh Switch. I'm on, on Wii. House of the Dead Overkill. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to hear from you, and I have no idea yeah, what? what three games it like. But three games, video game movies have been not on a Nintendo uh, console. Uh, World of Warcraft, Dungeon Siege, and uh, I think I had it. Um, Postal. Okay. Postal just came out Post- on the Switch. What are you talking about? Postal didn't come out on Switch. Did they just release it? Yes. When? <laughs> Well, we could sub Halo in there. Yeah, we could sub Halo in there. I just pulled up chat. Chat says uh, the Ratchet and Clank movie. That would have been a great one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Silent Sonic. Hill. Oh, no. Sonic's been on there. Yeah. yeah. Silent Hill, I think, has been on Nintendo systems. Yeah, it was on Wii. Yeah. But yeah, no, Ratchet and Clank would have like yeah, we we could have we could have subbed one in. But yeah, that was that was a great question. And I I could not for the life of me. I Pulsal was like redu- Pulsal Redo. R E D U X. Pulsal. Yeah, post, so, so, re- yeah, yeah. As a matter of so fact, many video game that, movies. We talked, yeah, that's, that that's a, we talked about that on a on a Boss Rush podcast together, Ed. That was a great. That was a great <laughs> question, Ed. That was yeah. That was a good question. House of okay. the Dead actually showed up. House of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, House of the Dead Overkill. It was like that seventies kind of almost black, not black plantation, but it was like B rated, uh, kind of nonsense. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not arguing with it. I'm just. just... I don't hey, was was Rampage ever on Nintendo? Yeah, in '64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's that's what I was like. I I kept going back. I was like Tomb Raider, Mortal Kombat. No, those have absolutely. That's all I could think and of. Death, could... And Death Space came on Wii, so yeah, it couldn't have been it couldn't have been a Death Space movie. Yeah, man, it did. That was a great question. That that was really good. That, that, mm-hmm. Okay, that was good. That was good. So. Congratulations to our elite black agent, Jacob. Hey. <laughs> you have won well a $20 gift card. Thank you. Once again, thank you, David, for participating. Thank you, Leron, for participating. You guys did a fantastic job. Uh, I I try to make this easier. That's why I always put multiple, uh, multiple choice. And, you know, hopefully you guys in chat, hopefully you guys enjoyed it and was able to uh, get some of these games. 
Uh, someone said Blood Rain. Uh, Blood Rain might have been. I don't know. I don't know. I've never. That's yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be correct. Chat was blowing up with the with these. They were uh, Rebelli, Geek Bro, and Dan were all answering questions, and and uh, it looks like Chub Chub Life Nick came in and started answering questions. Yes, that was good. So good er time. So everybody, we're gonna get into play with power. And Leron, I'm gonna start with you. What you been playing with power? Horizon Zero Dawn and Teppin. Yes. All right. I need to elaborate a little bit more on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently playing Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5. This is my re-replay of it. And I say re-replay because I've never beaten the game. Like, I've only started it. But now I'm maybe about a, a quarter of the way through the game right now. So I'm actually chugging along with it. And Teppin is that mobile card, card game from Capcom that has all their franchises in it. Mm-hmm. And I play that on the regular. Like they just released it. They just released a new expansion where Ada Wong is the um, is the is the featured hero. And uh, the game's fun. It's a it's a good time sucker. All right, Jacob, what have you been playing with Palmer? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, man. Monster Hunter Rise. i that's made me want to get back into Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Uh, plus, mine and Laurent, mine and Laurent's Hunters for Hire podcast. We got to do some doing some research for that. I need to pick up Monster Hunter World on the PC, but I still haven't done that. Uh, and then for Community Game Night, we've been doing Mario Kart. We did some Jackbox Party Pack. That uh, number seven. That was that was a lot of fun. The uh, we were all we had four of us in person and four of us over the phone. And we were all yelling at each other about <laughs> nonsense. So, hey Jacob, yeah. If I gift you Monster Hunter World, uh, will you spend the other? Wait a second. Will you spend the other ten dollars and get Monster Hunter World Iceborne? Yeah, absolutely. Let me make sure this is right because I'm on Steam right now, and Monster Hunter World right now is thirty bucks. Wow! And, but Ice, but Iceborne is forty dollars, and I'm trying to figure out is Iceborne the expansion forty dollars, and you still have to buy the base game? I have no idea, have but we'll, we'll talk about it later um, have, so that we're not taking that I have podcast a feeling time. That, but yeah, man. That, I, mean, yeah. I, have a feeling, I have a feeling that you you may have to. That's weird. Um, David, what have you been playing with Popper? So, like I said earlier, I'm pretty close to beating Alien Isolation, which has been a blast uh, to finally get through that game. Um, my kids and I have been playing a lot of Fortnite because uh, the season ends uh, today and a new season starts tomorrow, so we're pretty excited about that. <clears throat> and then uh, been playing some Animal Crossing. What about you, Ed? What have you been playing with Power? So for uh, my PlayStation, I um, restarted Final Fantasy VII Remake on easy, just getting through it, just to see like how powerful I am. If the game gives me a challenge on that on that end. Uh, for Switch, Ghouls and Ghosts Resurrection. Uh, I kind of made a comment in the Nintendo Pop Block, uh, our chat, and I love this game. It's it's, just, it's so wonderful. I'm definitely enjoying it. And um, Mega Man 11, I am halfway through the bosses. Um, I just got to make uh, some more progress, and then I will be done with that game. Um, and then I'll jump into Bravely Default. Um, and then, uh, like, I just hooked up back my Xbox One. So I'm going to be starting some games on there. I keep looking at Gears Tactics, and I'm like, I need to start that game. Um, but that's pretty much what I'm playing with power. So with that, everybody, that has been Nintendo Power Block. 
Once again, thank you to my Leap Block agents, Jacob, Laron, and David for uh, playing the game with me. Uh, let's get into some quick plugs. Uh, David, where can we find you? You can find me at David Lasby on Twitter. And again, if you're interested in joining our writing team at uh, BossRushGames.com, you can reach out to me on Twitter with a direct message at David Lasby. Jacob, where can we find you? You can find me everywhere on the internet at Galatrad, uh, streaming Monday th- or Tuesday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday on Twitch. Leron, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803. Uh, also on Twitch, twitch.tv.exodus803. 803. And tomorrow night, make sure to tune in at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash Exodus803 for my show, Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast for Boss Rush Games, where myself, Austin Campbell, and Nelly Lott, we all do our thing. We talk about PlayStation, video games, and all that stuff in between. And uh, yeah, that's that's my plugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and everybody, go to also YouTube Exodus803 and subscribe to them. Help them get to over 100, because LeRon makes some fantastic content, and I'm like, I'm being real serious with you, LeRon. I'm like, you make some fantastic content, and a lot of people need to check it out on your YouTube page. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. Um, do, I, think do I'm sitting, I think I'm sitting currently at 90, 94 subs, as a matter of fact. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Let me see. Uh, 94 subs, so I am, I am six away. Yes. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can check out Nintendo Pop Block on Wednesdays um, at 7 a.m. Uh, that's where, in case you missed the live show, uh, you can also check me out on Arsenal X podcast with Jesse. We talk all things Xbox. We've been having great discussions, really good like topics, and just and just having a whole bunch of fun with that. You guys can check also Optional Opinion on SoundCloud. World One One Podcast at Gmail. I mean at Podbean dot com. Um, I we're kind of going back through some of our old episodes, and uh, we actually got a good one coming up in the coming weeks. And Laurent, I'm gonna tell you all about that one. Uh, with that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Continue to uh, be better. Let's continue to play video games. Follow us on Twitter at Podblock Podcast. Join us on Discord. Uh, join the uh, Xbox uh, po- uh, podcast. I think it's Arsenal X podcast. And join uh, PS underscore Crossroads for the PlayStation podcast. Check out Standard Definition, 1v1, We Talk, Talk the Walk, and more on Bosch Rich Games at YouTube. With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Be you, be more, let's be better. And as always, we love you guys. See you next time on Nintendo Pop Block. Woohoo! Stay happy, healthy, and hydrated. Bye, everybody. Take care.